Hello and welcome to, wait, is this my kink now? The spicy comedic podcast that brings four friends together every week to explore the sexiest, kinkiest, and strangest erotica and romance out there. Join us as Annie, our storyteller, shares her latest kinky discoveries. We aim to be an inclusive and not judgmental podcast. As four ladies with various identities, we respect everyone's personal preferences and strive to create a safe space for all listeners to explore female-centric sexuality in a fictional setting. However, we do want to acknowledge that while the subject matter we cover is fictional, it may be uncomfortable or triggering for some listeners. Our podcast is for 18 and over listeners only. Welcome to another episode of Wait, Is This My Kink Now? I'm Lana, and I'm here again with uh, the spicy Scarlet, the unbelievable Kay, and our storyteller extraordinaire, Annie! Hello, hello! Yay! How's everyone's week going? It's another week. And it's early. We're recording on a Monday this week because uh, Kay has some I know, this week just travels. started. I know. Yes. I feel great. It's a great week. I'm so tired on Mondays. My Mondays God, are a tired day for me. Mondays. You guys all sound like Garfield. Mm-hmm. Garfield. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Michael <laughs> has just fed. Wait. He has just fed yeah. a wooden spoon with... And I love you note and three gummies on it into the side of my recording. <laughs> it's not quite as fancy as your charcuterie from the weekend, but it'll do. Oh my That's God, so cute. So sweet. <laughs> I had a bit of a hard day. Yeah, I feel like the most exciting thing that happened since we recorded last is that Scarlett went on a little mini weekend vacation and ate much yes, meat and we, cheese. Uh, all four of us, were, we went on a little couples retreat with another couple and... Uh, all four of us are lactose intolerant and we went to Canada's greenest cheesery and they were like, do you want like a cheese board or a tasting thing? And we're like, let's be wild. Let's do both. And they're like, okay, the tasting thing was $6 and you got to try 50 different cheeses. So you just wandered around with wow. a toothpick trying like, and like at least 15 of those were truffle based there was like Take truffle. Take that, Galen Weston. I know. There was like truffle goat cheese, truffle buffalo oh cheese, God. truffle cow. Like it was so good. And then afterwards Delicious. we're all like. This sounds like my like dream. Death, but it was worth it. Oh my God. And yeah. then we had the charcuterie and they had this like, it was like pickled balsamic plum preserves Ooh. with like this creamy truffle cheese. And I just like, oh my God, it was so good. And then we went Do you prefer a, a hard cheese or a soft cheese? So I'm generally a soft cheese kind of gal. I love a Gouda. I love a Brie. Um, My favorite's Gouda. You have Gouda taste. <laughs> um, but the hard cheeses were particularly good because they had a lot of, yeah, a lot of, tr- I'm such a sucker for truffle. And we also got a, a soft cheese, which was a savory cheese called Strawberry Moon. And oh. it was also just like, that sounds so it fun. It was like my Picton, so like Great Lakes area, and just like the view was beautiful, and there was butterflies out, and I was just like, it was great. And we went to an amazing cidery, and it was awesome. Okay, so this week is gonna be a little bit different okay. because um, I am going to not read the title Ooh. of this book. I am going to jump in and read part of the prologue for you. And I think 
Well, I'm just, I'm not going to do anything leading. I'm just, just do going it. to read the Chapter Ooh. one, the diamond. Smell the first of my senses to trickle in. I wish it were anything else because I'm instantly overwhelmed by the scent of body odor, spiced cologne, and what can only be described as the stench of evil incarnate. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Is it It's definitely not. Annie would not read that. <laughs> no. I read the wrong book. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's not the beginning of that book. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain it in a second. Annie. All right. <laughs> Prologue. The windows of my house tremble from the power of thunder rolling across the skies. Lightning strikes in the distance, illuminating the night. In that small moment, the few seconds of blinding light nope. showcases a man standing outside my window, watching me, always watching me. I go through the motions, just like I always do. My heart skips a beat and then palpitates. My breathing turns shallow and my hands go clammy. It doesn't matter how many times I see him. He always pulls the same reaction out of me. Fear what? Is this a woman excitement. with a stalker? Oh. Was, uh, no, I'm going to guess voyeurism okay. slash peeping I'm going to guess ghost. I don't think it's a real man. I think this woman can see ghosts and Ooh, she has like, a, like sexy a ghost situation. I am so glad. I hope it's a ghost. Yes. It is like that has like Bly Manor vibes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad that you said ghost because I okay. also was thinking ghost and I was like, is that too much? To no. Think? But I think it was more like a like um like a like a guardian Ooh, angel okay. situation. Ooh. Like I'm gonna go with guardian angel. Like it's like this person is like there to protect her and it's like because she has a special guardian angel for some and reason. is he like an actual astral being or is he just like a normal dude who's really cool no i think he's an angel okay like i think he's a legit angel okay <laughs> from heaven <laughs> all right so we have ghost. scarlet thinks ghost sexy ghost do we know the the we person though Lana like are we gonna say like is it like a angel. person that he she knows like for the ghost we, well, like, we have to figure it out. What, Scarlet? Give me your guesses. Okay. Be specific with ghosts. It's like a I see dead people sixth sense thing that she can see ghosts like all the time. But this is just like a particularly sexy ghost and it's like linked to her house or something. And she's trying to like. Yeah. Like a Patrick and she's Swayze to, like, ghost. Find out where he's, why he's there or solve yeah. his murder or like there's some sort of unfinished business that she has to help him with. And then she gets banged by a ghost. I like that. I love it. Let's write it. Is that what you're no, going with? No, I still kids? stick with the voyeurism. Or, I just know that Annie's talk. really scared of stalkers. Voyeurism, so. which I guess, which I guess is kind of also like a ghost if he's watching but may, her all but the time. But he's still alive. That's the king. But do you but, think it's? Yeah, but do you think it's? If no, he has I think, a body, I think then he's he a person. Ghost. I think he's a real person who's yeah. like like a Batman figure almost. Yeah, amazing. Okay, well, you guys. Um, I would say K <gasps> is absolutely the most correct. Yeah. It's because However, I've been exposed to, so Scarlet, I know. <laughs> Scarlet has some guesses that definitely are exactly what happens in this book, but it is not Ooh, the okay. male main oh. character. So this week we are reading Haunting Adelaide. No! Or Haunting Adelaide. <laughs> so loud. Okay, um, so yes, he's a real... 
by H.D. Carlton. Everyone got really excited. Oh I don't know what this is. You're, you're, oh you're in cat. for a treat. <laughs> this is the scariest book. Really? I've you thought it was read. scary? This book is I'm probably so the biggest book on Book Talk right now. This is the most popular dark romance currently available and it's super fucked mm-hmm. up from what I've heard. Haven't read it yet. I was saving to do it on the pod. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. I'm so excited to read this one. It's it's super fucked up, Lana. The dude is apparently super fucked up, but it's so popular. Like women cannot stop talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, this is a book that has been recommended as people being like, wow, it's this book the is fucked up for like <laughs> lots of dub years on my on my sexy Facebook group. And then all of a sudden Book Talk found it. And I'm like, oh, people have been requesting this for or talking about this book for ages. And it sounds real, like real intense. And I've like been like, I'm not going there. there. And now it's become very big on book talk. So now I have indeed gone there. And it I had so many emotions reading this book. I wanted to text you guys so many times. I'm so so badly. And I held back. It is the scariest book I have ever read. Um, even and I have re I've read one about a person who eats people. Like so scary that's as in something. like 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 boo scare or scary as in like emotional mm-hmm. scare. It's like mental torment. Mm-hmm. Mental torment. Closer to emotional, but all, all like scary. Scary. Oh scary. Every trigger warning. So non-con you is could what imagine. I heard. I'm so excited. Huh. Oh no, <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, so in classic me, I did not write a script. (laughs) And as I mentioned, I uh, read several books in between when I read this book. So uh, I've gone through and the it's 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 a little it's it's up there. (laughs) It's up there in my brain. It's going to be fine. I can't. Do we need to read the synopsis or anything? Oh, of course we should read the synopsis. Kay, would you do the honors? All right. So we have Haunting Adeline. Adeline, Adeline, Haunting Adeline by H.D. Carlton, an Amazon top 10 bestseller. The Manipulator. (laughs) I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting, and I can never look away not when I want him to come closer. The shadow. I didn't mean to fall in love, but now that I have, I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I make her mine. For once she is, I'll never let her go, not even when she begs me to. While not required, it is highly suggested to read the novella Satan's Affair first. Oh, we're not doing that. But no, no, we didn't do that. But Lana's yeah. making a face like she's not sure if she's into this. <laughs> oh. I just like I'm so confused. Like, so is it like why is that? It's called a cat and mouse duet. Is kind it's of like very strange synopsis. <laughs> she's the mouse and he's the cat. It's about chasing. But she's not. She's the manipulator and he's the shadow. Which are it just feels mm-hmm. like those are. So that part is a little strange. Um, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, the author, like, so each chapter goes um, back and forth on um, their perspectives. And every chapter in her perspective is called, is like the manipulator. 
And the reason that she's called the manipulator is because she's an author. She's like a successful indie author. And so she like is able to manipulate readers like to feel a certain way, think a certain way, that kind of thing. So, so she always feels like she's like can manipulate people. And then he is a shadow because he kind of hides in the dark because <laughs> he's a stalker i'm so excited. i'm excited um i feel like that's putting a lot of credit on authors that like a lot of manipulators will make you cry and sigh <laughs> i had I'm a so lot excited. of feelings reading this book i'm not gonna lie what a so what a book what um a book to have i just to, like, it was a roller coaster. Our little vacation break i'm like, so wait. excited <laughs> i can't I can't wait to read it on the plane tomorrow and the person mm-hmm. next to me be like, what the yes. fuck is she reading? <laughs> yeah, for real. She will be. Don't let them see it. Um, okay. So this book starts out and um, yeah, so there is a short prologue, which just kind of gives you, it gives you like a taste of what's happening in the book. It's not happening before the event. So that's her kind of being in her house and knowing that her stalker is outside watching her. And he does that all the time. And he's just a constant presence watching her outside her house. And she lives in this 1940s mansion that her great-grandparents built or moved into or, like, renovated. It was her great-grandparents' house. And then um, her grandmother lived there. um, and And she loved her grandmother. And she was always, like, wanting to be over with her grandmother. Even though this house is, like, straight out of, like, a haunted house book you know like it's very kind of like spooky victorian although it's not victorian because it's from the 1940s um like i guess it's victorian architecture um that is prime serial killer stalker territory and the reason i refuse to move to the country with my partner because that's how you get murdered (laughs) well technically she lives in seattle pacific northwest is peak serial killerville like just tick 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 all the boxes i should also say for the pod listeners who are not privy to the context and just got to hear like various excited sounds from three different people as opposed to anything coherent when we reacted to that book Kay and i have been asking annie to do this book for like weeks and weeks and weeks and we've been holding off on reading it and i think Kay, your dad's partner has been reading it and like oh your friend jill sorry sorry um and i like i have been trying so hard to avoid spoilers i have been like filtering my book talk to avoid spoil i'm so excited that now i can like catch up i literally downloaded it like two weeks ago and was like should i read it and then i started the mate games instead and so i i yeah I, well, wow. i'm glad you did it okay so uh as like the events of this book start out um she is moving into her grandmother's house and her mom is, like, driving her to, like, the house to, like, you know, unpack and stuff. And her mom, she hates her mom. Like, her mom has done nothing but, like, judge her and be kind of, like, rude to her and, like, has it, like, his kind of, like, narcissistic, like, just isn't, like, a very caring mother. And she's very, like, why do you want to live in this house? Because she hated that being in this house. Like, whereas, like, she loved being there with her grandmother. Her mom, like, never oh my wanted God, to she be there with like her grandmother. Her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, fun. I don't know if Lorelai is um, consider fun. <laughs> she seems real does. fun. Yeah. <laughs> I that be fun. Yeah, she is. She holds she holds a place in it my heart. It's fun. But yeah, so that's kind of the vibe and so she's moving into this house and it needs a lot of work and like it's very 
gothic vibes but she's kind of into that her like her character um adeline is like she's like into halloween like that's her vibe her name matches i would the description. say you know those people she that are really like into halloween that's her tattoo like she probably would yeah. yeah no she she would think that was too she wouldn't think that was uh legitimate oh no she okay. like she's gone she would she gets season passes to uh halloween oh, horror nights every, oh, okay. every year i'm already obsessed with this girl this girl seems great this girl seems aspirational I love a spooky bitch. So she is an author and um, she has a book signing and she's like quite popular. She's not like mainstream mainstream, but she has quite a following now. And so she's doing this signing in a small um, bookstore, but like the oh, bookstore is like yeah. packed. Um, and so her like assistant publicist person like hands her the mic and she's like kind of awkward and like anxious, but then she's immediately able to like turn it on, you know, like... And so she like the manipulator. invites everybody like <laughs> thanks yes she thanks everybody for being there and is like acting excited about it and like just wills herself like okay I can do this I can be this person and so she's like signing books and she's having like a good interaction with um, these people and then she kind of looks up and she's like she feels like a presence Ooh. looking at her and she looks up and she kind of like stares she into the face of this like man who's standing at the very back and he has a hood up so you can't really see his face but he has one really dark eye and one like oh, white too. eye um, I love a hooded stranger at this bookstore just staring daggers on someone. A heterochromia or whatever it's called, yeah. This is very much like, um, oh fuck, what serial killer was it? Was it BTK? Who they had like the town meeting and there was like the one guy who was like, fuck this guy, like he's such a pussy. He's not like actually doing anything and then beat. Oh, no, I think that was State. Golden yeah, yeah. State and Killer. Then he was at the meeting and then later that mm -hmm. guy and his wife ended up getting attacked because mm -hmm. he was there in the meeting. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting, which is not great. I know, and they have a picture from it, but they haven't yeah, been able to find but it's in that funny, picture. Because you look bad, at that, that picture, crazy. everyone looks suspicious if you don't know who it is. Like, ooh, I'm already getting spooky vibes. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm definitely getting more of a Lady in Black vibe. Like, it's like, a, your, like a spooky scary. That's your scariest like, movie. You're like... You're going through the audience, and then like just like a like a spooky, scary a jump scare pops out. I'm so desperate yeah. to see this play live because of what a scarring impact it had on you, Lana. It oh, sounds so it good. so scary. It was so <laughs> scary. Okay, so uh, after the book signing, she's hanging out with her um, good friend. It's like her best friend in the whole world, whose name is Daya, and she is like her one like soul sister, best friend. Um, Day is like a badass hacker girl. Um, <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> and yeah, it's like classic. Uh, there's always a hacker in these. Um, and uh, and she's very like um, feeling like Adeline doesn't like get out there like that. She's kind of a prude and she just wants to like hang out at home and like read. Whatever, and, Daya. You know, I love Adeline. This introverted spooky bitch is really speaking to me. Um, okay, so they're celebrating and Day is like, you need to get out there. You're celebrating tonight. Like, you're a successful bitch. You have this new house. Like, you're getting out there. And so she basically takes Adeline's phone. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, texting somebody. And then she's like, who the fuck are you texting? And uh, she has texted Adeline's, like, ex-boyfriend slash ex 
fling named Grayson being like, I want you in my pants tonight. Whoa, whoa, and she's boundaries. Like, oh my god, Dale, why'd you do that? Uh. And then um and Grayson texts back, like, glad you came to your senses be at yours at eight. Oh shit. Uh and so uh there is one thing in this book, um, and I want to ask what you, your guys' opinion on. So throughout this book, there is kind of a secondary storyline about her great grandmother. And in between each chapter, there's a short entry from her great grandmother's diary. Should I read them or should I just kind I of think like a summary them? would be good? Are they important to the story? Yeah. I'd love you to read it's them very in relevant. Full yeah. with a voice. <laughs> so you have three different opinions there. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna read yeah, it, yeah. not okay. in a voice. <laughs> okay. Cause they're really short, like it's Okay, so this is April 4th, 1944. There's a strange man outside my window. I don't know uh, who he is or what he wants from me, but, I, but he think he, I think he knows me. He watches me through the windows when John's not home. He wears a top hat on his head, concealing his face from me. I've tried to approach him, but when I do, he runs away. I haven't told John yet. I cannot fathom why, but something in me keeps me from opening my mouth and admitting this man is watching me. John wouldn't handle it well. He'd go out with his shotgun and try and find him. I must admit I'm more afraid of what would happen to my visitor should my husband succeed. I'm very afraid of this strange man, but my God, I am also intrigued. I feel like this is, this is like a watcher's kind of thing where like there's some kind of (gasps) secret society. It is supernatural and he's been like haunting the generations. Ooh, the family, the women of the family. Yes, yes. Okay, so then we switch to uh, Zade's point of view, and he is, sorry, the main male's character, main male character's name is Zade. Uh, he kind of goes by Z a lot of the time. Of course. Uh, so he of is course. in a room torturing a man. <laughs> uh, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. He's in a room torturing a man. Didn't you hear her? So like, this knife is about to go all right, this a knife, this knife is about to go halfway through your eyeball, I warn. I'm not even going to show you any mercy and shove it all the way through your brain. That's his vibe. Do it. So he Fucking is ruthless. Uh, he, this is your introduction to the male main mm-hmm, character? Correct. That's full in immediately. Yeah. Okay. So he has... So he is torturing this man for information because he wants to know about his boss. And this man's boss is the... Uh, like is a leader or like a manager in a human trafficking situation with Ooh. underage girls. Kill so him. So Zade is trying to get information from this man in order to go and try and take down this warehouse filled okay, so with he is like a good captured dude. underage human what trafficking. What is Zade's yeah. job? Like he's like an FBI He's a vigilante. Agent? He's badass. He's a good dude. He's an honorable dude. I don't even know. Yeah. He's morally so his gray. thing. His thing is he is also a ma- he is a master hacker that is like he's the best of the best. <laughs> of the best. However, we he has well kind of created an organization below him and he while also doing the hacking is kind of like also the front man. So he is like Oh, no wonder you like this guy, Annie. He's like I, mafia adjacent. Um You're not sure on him? Oh, okay. I have, oh, I have so excited. many mixed emotions. So, but yeah, he leads this whole thing. So his thing is taking down human trafficking, specifically of young victims. Uh, so he, but he's full into murdering people, maiming people, Ooh. torturing people, all that shit to get what he wants. So he's kind of like a dark vigilante, I guess. 
the anti-hero um so that's what he's doing and then after he is done torturing this person he's like trying to like kind of come down from it i guess and he's like walking um like downtown and he uh comes across like uh like as he's walking past this bookstore he sees like a big poster of like Addie's face you know being like writer like um uh um signing today yeah exactly and he immediately stops and is like this face is insta beautiful and he's like complete like he's he's immediately drawn to her face (laughs) uh he's instantly intrigued yes and then he ha- stops himself and has to go inside. And then when he's going inside is right at the point where she's taking the microphone and he sees her like, cause he's like really perceptive, sees her like being kind of apprehensive and then like story, like getting I, herself again, under control and like then taking the mic. A normal reaction to be handed a microphone is that you don't instantly go like, woohoo! like you do kind of like be like, okay, I'm going to start talking now. So now I have to like, get myself up well she it's when when her assistant's trying to hand her the microphone she's like apprehensive like oh i don't like and then she's like mm, okay I gotta do this sort yeah. of thing. um okay. all right so yeah anyway then he hears her voice and i guess she has like just like the most like sultry sexy voice ever you know how some people just have really sexy voices mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what she has she just has like a really sexy voice and he is like hooked Ooh. he's like oh shit it's all in um and He's like an obsessive person, but now he has like latched onto her and he's like, that's it. This is my mouse is what he calls her. So I don't like mouse. It I makes me think like of someone mousey, mouse. you know, like it's not a not sexy name. Okay. So with uh, Grayson, uh, it kind of cuts to her that night and she is making out with Grayson and she's kind of like, this guy's boring kisses are like not great he's kind of trying to like fumble her pants and stuff and she's like not that into it but kind of going along with him and so as they're doing that um she's like steeled herself like she's like okay i'm gonna have sex with him tonight and then she hears this like bang 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 on the door um and uh he's like what the fuck jesse j he's like are you (laughs) were you expecting anybody and she's like no and he's like well are you gonna answer it and she's a little bit like what a fucking asshole this guy is like i am a woman alone in a home and somebody's banging on the door and you're like go answer it like grow a pair and answer it yourself man Mm -hmm. but um she goes and she like looks outside and of course she doesn't see anybody and she goes out and he's like was anybody there and she's like no and he's like well what the fuck was that and she's like i don't know and she's like freaked out by it um okay so grayson's a dick like yeah and so yeah. then he's like she's like kind of, you know like closes the door and is kind of freaked out and he's like okay and tries to get back to it and she's like no somebody was just banging on my door and it really freaked me out and it's kind of taken me out of the mood Grayson so I'm I don't think we're gonna do this tonight and he's like what the fuck Addie like you big fat fucking tease you know that vibe uh and he gets really mad at her and she's like asshole like get the fuck out and like oh as she's like before she like turns around he's like stripped himself like you know uh so (laughs) he pulled the naked man he's like she's like I'm not fucking doing it with you and then he gets pissed and he takes his fist and he put punches a big hole in the wall. And um Whoa. Ugh. My least favorite yeah. type of dude. And then she's like, get the fuck out of my house. And he like runs off um in one sock. Uh and so that's kind of fun. Uh <laughs> hilarious. 
Not quite fully naked. Yeah. So uh, she's like telling Daya about this and uh, like Daya's like, well, what the fuck? And like, it's kind of weird. She like feels like somebody's like looking at her. And then there's a day uh, where she is like, um, like, day, I want you to, uh, oh, wait, no, before this, she is um, looking at, like, the hole in the wall, like, the next day that Grayson made, and, like, there seems to be, like, a really big gap behind the wall towards, like, before the other wall. Oh, my God. Is there a secret room? And so she's like, secret wow, such a big gap. He's in the wall. And so she's kind of, like, cursing herself for living in this house and spending her time oh, sticking her God. head into, like, making the hole bigger to try and stick her head into this, like, hole in the wall and then she like looks and then uh, like far down the hall she sees like a metal something sticking out and she's like <gasps> i knew something was there i knew there was a reason why this was like there was such a large gap here and so she kind of like comes back out and then like times it and behind a picture of her gra- her great grandmother with like her, her great grandmother always had like her bright let- red lipstick on like it's a beautiful picture of her grandmother she or great grandmother oh, nice. she pulls off the picture and there is a safe behind it so yeah so she figures out like on youtube basically how to break into an old safe and manages to do it that's so hard i don't know like a 1940s safe maybe not um and uh she seems like a smart lady yeah she goes and she gets the supplies and she figures it out she knows hackers yeah she she gets in there and uh so she opens up the safe and there is nothing in there but like an old book and she's like oh is it the diary diary. Mm mm-hmm so she was like expecting, you know, some like old jewels or something, but she's like, what? And then yeah, she sees that it is the diary of her grandma. And she's like, it like enthralled, of course. So she just like sits oh and God. starts reading and basically gets more and more disturbed as she's reading <gasps> through this diary. Oh, no. Yeah. So then we go to Zaid and it's showing him infiltrating this warehouse. Uh, using the information that that guy gave him to like get in there and he has like a bunch of guys like a, like his team around him and his best friend Jay who's like his super hacker man so he's like a hacker but he does like hands-on shit now so Jay is like his super hacker man um a lot of hackers okay. in this book yeah There's there are three, there are three main characters book. in this book who are all hackers um we're watching the matrix yeah, so then uh, basically, they take down this um, this warehouse, and he like kills all the men, like bang bang, super fast, super badass, and then um, like saves all the girls. And he has this woman named Ruby, who is like his, um, who works for him. That is kind of like the like soft, like um, caring kind of presence because he knows that like you know he's super scary looking and just shot a bunch of people and all these girls are going to be super scared of him. So like he has mm-hmm. this like girl come in and be like, like, let me get you safe and stuff. So he's very like, don't let a fucking drop of blood get on these girls shoes and stuff. And he's like very oh, caring. Of nice. them. Yeah. And there's that one girl who's like thought. clearly the sort of like the leader of the other girl. She's like 14 or something. And um, she's like trying to be brave and it's like nice. And I don't know. So he like is feeling I don't know, like connection and good that he did this. So then he's like, that was a good day. And now I'm going to go stalk my little mouse. So, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Dea and Addie are like cleaning out the house of like some of the old stuff and all, all these things. And Addie like feels a, 
like again something there and she goes into her kitchen and in the kitchen is like a single red rose and like an empty glass of whiskey Phantom of the Ooh, Opera very Phantom. yeah and uh she's it. like what the fuck who was in my house because it was just her and Dea and so they like search everywhere except she won't go into the attic she's very scared of the attic and her uh -oh. grandmother was obsessed with the attic she would always go up there just all the time just to hang out up there and like knit and stuff but like she like there's definitely like spirits in the house and she like feels like darkness up there like she does not want to go up there so she goes everywhere she, but there she needs to go ghost um, but they can't figure out what it is but basically they know that somebody broke into her house and she's really fucking freaked out about it um okay and then there's another interaction where uh, she's having her porch fixed and uh, she's like so overwhelmed by like being like um, followed by this person because she heard the knock on the door and then the rose in her house. And so she like knows that somebody's like watching her is like standing because like the house goes up to like the cliffs that go into like I think the ocean and uh, she's like standing too close and the contractor is going up being like or miss are you okay like talking about how they're leaving for the day but he's like do you need somebody to stay do you want me to call someone and she's like oh gosh so nice. no i'm okay like she's like i know like freaked out and then he's like some like there was a package left for you by the way like you have something left for you and she's like what like nobody knows i live here yet like what the hell and so she goes over there and um it is just a bouquet of roses and it says i'll be seeing you soon little mouse Oh, gosh. At any point does she think like this is Grayson? No, to, like, because remember she was in the house with Grayson when the knocks happened. Oh right, right. But the flowers happen after, so that was just me thinking like. He's oh no, I I don't think she ever thinks that it's Grayson. I don't think Grayson has that level of forethought. Okay, yeah, yeah. I would be freaked the fuck out. Like, I, I feel like even as freaked out as she is, she's still handling this very well. I would be like, I'm going to a fucking hotel. Yeah, I'm I would be the in the house. Like, I would be fucking out of there. Yeah, I don't but think it was there, just a single he's, rose, right? No, this like, is a little bouquet of roses, now. but oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah, he is bouquet, yeah. like fucking untrackable. Like, there's no goddamn way. Um, he's and a so hacker. there's other. There's like a couple other situations where like she sees him standing in her yard and then when she looks again, he's gone. Like he's definitely super stalking her okay. and like she knows that she has a stalker at this point. Um, and she's really freaked out by it. But that's the only communication they've had is this little note being like, I'll see you soon, little mouse. Are they nice flowers? They're all roses. Roses okay. with the thorns better... cut off of them. Uh, yeah. Oh, Much better thoughtful. than um, some crappy flowers that are out there okay so then um her and dea are like going out um to like the club and as they're in this club uh this um like really handsome man comes up and says you know like do you want to come upstairs with me kind of thing and he's like really smooth and she's like yes i do get it girl so uh her and yeah, yeah. dea uh start going upstairs which leads to like the vip area and this Ooh, man is like super yeah. hot and stuff. And as she's going up the stairs, she like hears um, her cell phone ping. But she's kind of like, well, Day is here with me and she's the only person I want to talk to. So I'm ignoring it for now. Mm -hmm. um, so they go up and this man's name is like Archibald something the third. And he's like, See? he's there with like all of his cronies, like sitting on a couch. And like a couple of them are getting like 
grinded on by like waitresses and like um right. it's like kind of sleazy but uh she can kind of okay. tell it's like that vibe yeah um and then she like as they're kind of talking and introducing everybody she gets a chance to look at her phone and she has a text message from an unknown number that says sneaking off with a random man little mouse if i catch hands anywhere near you they'll end up in your mailbox by morning Ooh. Um, Ooh. i'm sorry what, what? <laughs> yeah i'm more into this Call than I probably should be. She's a little excited because this is the first time wow. he's like directly reached out to her. Um, but also she's like really freaked out. And this whole time she's been reading this diary from her grandma and her grandma had this stalker and the stalker's name is Ronaldo <laughs> and she doesn't know anything about him except she's like Ronaldo. slowly falling in love with him. And is like Ronaldo. obsessed with her stalker and is like doesn't want her husband to know that she like is just waiting for her stalker to come and like look at her again and stuff. So she's like having these like weird feelings. I like how about... she knew the name of the stalker. Well, because he's like he got more brazen, right? And would like come and talk to her and like they would like get together and stuff. I love that these women are just like Wow, there's a lot of red flags here. I'm just gonna power through that. It's probably fine. Like <laughs> yeah. what? That's the family, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Lack of uh, common sense. So she at the end of the night is like, Well, fuck this stalker. Like, uh he she's like scared, but is like, I'm not letting him ruin my life or whatever. So she decides so Dea takes one of the other um there's like brothers and then friends. So I think she takes one of his brothers home with her. And Adeline takes this Archie guy, uh, or Arch, they oh, call him, home with her. Archie's going to have no hands. <laughs> or Archie's going to have no hands. Uh, so um, they go to the house, and he's like, wow, this is beautiful. And she's like, thank you. And then um, she shows him to the back. In the back of the house, they have, there's like a, like a morning room or like oh, solarium vibe. That. It's like a full glass kind of area. Um. And so she, uh, they start like making out in the room and he's like, and she feels like she kind of led him there and is feeling a little bit um, like she's being like overly, you know, like brazen because she knows that the stalker is watching her. Oh, so she's in an all glass room with this other man. She's like getting off on it too then. Kind of, yeah. She's like trying to give him kind of like a fuck you. And so then uh, she's doing it with Archie and Archie ends up like with his hands like down her pants and he just like rubs her off and she comes um, and she's like and he's like super smooth but like you can tell there's like a little hint of darkness and she's like into it. And so they like make out he like um, the last time he'll ever use his hands. Yeah, he rubs he rubs one out on her <laughs> and then they decide like he's like okay well let's get upstairs to your bed and like I'll really show you a good time kind of. And she's like, okay. And then again, there's like the big bangs on the door. And uh, to Arch's credit, he's like, you stand back. Like, I'll go see what's going on. Good job. Um, And so as he's walking out, he pulls a gun out of his pants. And she's like, who's this? Oh, Archie. Why does this man have a gun on him? Like, it's kind of like, what the fuck? Who did I let into my house? Like, maybe I should be letting strangers into my house. Um, <laughs> not in not in Seattle. They no, he's have... he's Archibald the Third. He is a Republican. <laughs> okay, probably to be fair. Um, yeah, fair enough. 
So yeah, so uh uh so he goes outside and like like runs outside and he's like, What the fuck's happening? And and the door closes and she like doesn't hear anything for a while and she's kinda like Archie and then she hears like a distinctive gunshot and then silence. Oh no. And she opens the door and goes out to like be like Arch and she steps on a single red rose. Ooh, tuxedo um, man. Yeah, it's kind of tuxedo mask. Oh my gosh, I don't want him to kill Archie. I'm just picturing Um, the scene from Jurassic Park where they're in the car and she's like in the solarium and his hands just fall on one of the the glass tops from the solarium and they're like, ah! So she immediately calls the police and she has been calling the police like for each of these interactions. The police won't do anything if someone is stalking you if you don't have proof. Mm -hmm. So that's what she's kind of found out is that the police are like, we can't really do anything but she her thoughts are well if i disappear then there will be like a reports of me saying that i'm being stalked yeah, and right your manifesto say if i ever go yeah. missing yeah. this is what happened mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of what she's doing but she sees this and she immediately calls the police and she's talking to the police and she's like they're like well what seems to be the problem somebody left a rose at your door kind of and she's like <laughs> sounds well, romantic reading, like, all these to reports me <laughs> and uh and all this stuff and he's um he's saying like well we haven't received any reports from this house i don't know what you're talking about <gasps> he's a hacker like, well, what i've been fucking making reports the- he's a hacker and so then the, the um the she says that i was with a man and then he went out of the house i heard a gunshot i haven't seen him and they're like well what was this man's name and she gives him his name and they're like wait what was that last name and it's like <gasps> it's like Rattle, but it's not but it's something like that exactly so they're like oh that's a very known man and they're like well maybe he's like maybe whoever left this rose did you a favor um because arch is like well known for like um being part of like a crime family and has like many charges against him from his ex-wife for like domestic abuse like he would torture fuck her up all the time but like they've never been able to actually like charge him because i told you republican he has money. I am so sad. Fuck up, Archie. Was, Remove his hands. I don't even care. I was with Archie point. the whole time before we <laughs> found out that he was a Republican. Um, okay, so then the next morning, uh, she's at the house with Dea, and she they're getting all of these books for her to sign. And um, so there's, like, this big order coming and so they're like starting to bring the books inside and then they notice there's like a small box that was definitely not there like a minute ago and the small box is like bloody what's in the box what's in the box she opens the box it's definitely hands um there are archie's hands in those boxes and archie archie had like a very distinctive tattoo on his hand and so that he she knows that those are archie's hands i love it i can't this book I'm is so, so into it fucked up i just i can't imagine that she is going to have some sort of romantic relationship it gets with fucking worse let me tell you terrifying person who sent her hands so he's basically oh saying like don't test me i'll always follow through on my promises like uh and then this is 
this is so much worse than the guy who built the replica of the girl's bedroom in his (laughs) Gideon. No, the the guarantee was way worse. Okay, here's the thing, is that there is no point to building a replica except to be a fucking creep. Whereas, you know, maiming a dude who could have been a possible threat to her seems like much kinder, you know? There was potential bodily harm Mm -hmm. facing her. Scarlet, Should he not do that? The man sent her ham. And then she, he left a note in there that says, Are you fucking kidding me? While I will enjoy punishing you for every time you call the police, let's hold off this time. Wouldn't want to hurt them next, little mouse. Hurt the police. <gasps> I retract my previous Hurt the comments. police. Oh my God. And there is Holy shit. another, Holy there shit. is like another scene because Archie has, or um, Zaid took Arch back to his house. And slowly tortured him and then murdered him. But before that, got the names of every other member of Arch's family because they knew he knew he was from a crime family. And so he went and he murdered every single member of his family as well. There, this as man is thorough. Yeah. So, like, not everybody part of the crime thing, but just like his dad and all of his brothers and him kind of thing. Like, everybody with his life. Was, wasn't Dea with one of the brothers? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he did. Day is okay, though. Yeah, it wasn't like when he was with her. No, no, no. It was like later. But now there's all these news articles about how all of these people are murdered. And she's like, did my stalker do that? Like, Yes, he did. Holy shit. Does she call the police? No. Like, you would read that and you'd be like, that that can't be him, right? Like, that seems impossible. Daya, Daya knows some people because of her job. And so she... She's a hacker. She's a hacker. So basically, yeah. she gets the hands to disappear. No, because they're like, A, oh, we don't want him to start fucking killing cops because he he has said that he will follow through on anything no, he says he's going to do. we don't like the cops. They're not helping her. And... He can kill them. <laughs> yeah, but That's she feels guilty. a good point. And she feels guilty about That's Arch, okay which is fucked up, but she does. And then... um. And then also they're scared that if they call the cops, then the people is part of this crime ring will know that Arch's hands were sent to her house. Oh. And so they will think oh, that she has something right. to do with it. They'll and so they're like, Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So right, I didn't even think about She's that like fuck. really fucking pissed at her stalker uh, for like getting her involved. Basically, she's like worse than this now i'm like uh, could be on the fucking hit list of the mob thanks um yeah i mean she's mm-hmm. right that's i didn't even think about that oh my god this poor girl mm-hmm. so then uh, she goes to like her room at some point she left her grandma's diary like closed and it's now open on the floor to like the last page mm-hmm. um <gasps> from like right before she like died and and all it says is he came for me and that's <gasps> the only thing and then she sees that there's two pages behind that that have been ripped out. <gasps> oh my god. He came in what god. way? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was right before she died. Oh, and this is the other thing is uh, in and around this time, I'm getting a little bit fuzzy on the order, but it's just not super important. Um, her mom comes by and is like, I don't want you living in this house. And she's like, well, why? And she says, like, not only like, She's like, you know that your great-grandmother died in this house, right? And she's like, no, I didn't know that. And she's like, yeah, she died in that room that you're staying in now. And not only did she die, she was murdered. Ooh. Sorry, sorry. <gasps> By your stalker. Yeah. Or her it's husband. Like a of, it's a lot of information that I would have been 
like to have been mm-hmm. privy to before I moved in. Yeah. If it was just like grandma died of old age in the house, I wouldn't think that's big a deal. Dea also is like obviously very freaked out by this whole situation. So she agrees to have like one of her friends uh, who's like a security expert come and like basically just rig that. No, she like rigged the whole house out with like super security systems, basically. Oh, oh but that's that won't great. do anything against yeah, him but they because don't, he's a hacker. But they don't know that, so they're like, oh right, 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 oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So they just think her police reports, her police reports are just like magically disappearing or something. Yeah, they're like freaked that, out by that, but they like aren't hundred percent putting everything together. Would scare me. Yeah. That would make me feel not a lot of trust towards the police. Okay. So, uh, she has like rigged up this whole system so she should know everything that's happening at her house all the time but there's a point at one point where she's in her bedroom and she can feel or she hears like the creak of wood outside of her room and she just knows that he is standing outside of her room at that point and stranger danger he's kind of like is there somebody there like or is there not but then she hears footsteps leave and start going down the stairs and then out the front door and then she runs to her window and she sees this man in a hood uh like in a hoodie and jeans and just like walking across the lawn just like completely nonchalantly and then he kind of turns a little bit and does like a little bit of like a smirk and then like keeps going i hope he brought her feet this time how did you read this i know you're so scared of stalkers yeah it was that i told you it's the scariest book i ever read I feel like I was more scared of stalkers after watching the fucking Netflix show thing. What's it called? Where they do like I was do a stalker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and then they do mm-hmm. one season where they do interviews with stalkers, and like, I think pretty much every person on that, except the one woman that they had, like, were in full denial that they had done stalking, and mm-hmm. were blatantly like, "When I get released from prison, I can't wait to see the person I was stalking again." Like, just blatantly saying this in an interview. Mm-hmm. And I found it so much scarier than the murderers. I agree. How, like, Stalking is so scary. In denial they were. And, the, again, the police oh can't God. do much because they, they're, like, they, they stand evidence. across the street. So like what evidence. If they don't do anything, yeah. they're just watching you all the time. It's so scary. Anyway, uh, so that happens. And so there's a few interactions where he, like, he stands in the lawn and he has, like, a cigarette. So all you can basically see is, like, she call- she's, like, says it's, like, the red dot, like, in her backyard. He's just standing mm-hmm. there smoking. And then they, like, will text each other, you know, and she'll be like, oh, I'm calling the police right now. And he's all like, I fucking dare you kind of thing, you know? And so they have a few <gasps> of these interactions. Um, and then he'll just, like, walk away you know like never fully coming and she's like kind of into this the whole time she's like she's she has this like thing where she and it's the same idea as why she's so into halloween is she likes being scared you know like she like so she's like scared and freaked out but she's also like kind of intrigued and kind of excited about it she's all about that adrenaline Mm -hmm. the adrenaline is like getting her excited and like at times she like will like masturbate to him and then he'll be like i bet you're masturbating to me and she's like no i'm not he's like liar like i'm gonna punish you sicko um yeah all i'm seeing is marnie from halloween town now that you're like she's really into halloween (laughs) yeah she's not a witch halloween's cool (laughs) Um, just imagining marnie every time i'm like not not into this i get the adrenaline rush thing as someone who's constantly trying to feel alive like i kind of get it I, I don't get it, and I'm very scared for you and <laughs> Adeline. Again, it's fiction, right? So and it's Marnie. okay to like it right now. Yeah. I want him to chop more hands off. 
at one point he texts like she's texting him i like and he says like i can smell you right now and so what? uh oh, she's God. like you're in my house and then she hears like a noise upstairs in the end or on the second floor or just upstairs and she's like and he's like come find me little mouse and she's like i'm calling the police right now and he like is like no you're not you liar basically anyway so she like follows it and she goes upstairs and like she's checking every room and uh she finally opens up her bedroom and he's not like he's not pretending to hide at this point he's just like on so she has like a balcony outside of her um room and he's just standing there like on the balcony is he wearing a hood yeah Mm -hmm. i don't like the smell part that's a little too makeovers for me (laughs) i really like the balcony part though because that is a dream of mine to have like a nice like Veranda balcony. To have a strange man on your balcony. balcony. (laughs) Not the strange man part, but the amount of time I would spend on the balcony in like a silk robe with a tiny fancy espresso cup if I had a balcony. He's standing outside and he's on her balcony and he has a knife is an important factor. Oh my god! (laughs) Sorry. So she asks him to take off his hood um, and she's trying to be all like brave and stuff so she calls him kitty cat so she's like you asked me to come find you kitty cat so I did but she's like scared. Uh, and so he takes off his hood and he is like crazy handsome, of course, yeah. except he has this scar that goes all the way from his forehead down to his jaw through his eye. And that's why he has one white Spain. eye and then one dark eye because it's like scarred. Ooh. I'm so into it. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, this book has seemed to take a turn in my favor as well. Very hot man. I didn't man. how handsome he would be. Of course he's handsome. Yeah, he's super, <laughs> to be. he's super hot and like, yeah. Um, and I bet a bunch of whiny, like, internet boys are like, oh, this book is only okay because he's hot. If he was like an ugly stalker, it wouldn't be a romance. And it's like, absolutely yes, true. absolutely, absolutely true. Let me fantasize about my fictional men looking beautiful and fuck off. <laughs> So basically they have this like brief like fight with the knife and of course he wins immediately and um, his thing he says basically like uh, she's like leave like I don't because he's very like you're mine like you'll have nobody but me like you're mine forever kind of thing and she's like please why are you doing this to me I don't want you I don't want anything to do with you and he's like haunting her and is like being like rude like not rude mean awful uh and then he says i'll give you five seconds to run or like we'll play hide and seek kind of thing and he's like and if i catch you i punish you and uh so she what kind of punishment yeah so she runs and they have like this you know run catch blah 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 but they end up in the um solarium area and he's like oh and she's like oh he plans this like he could have caught me this whole time yeah. he wanted me here she's like crying and freaking out and he's fucking loving it like he loves to see her scared and is like really into it so basically he um takes out a gun talk about overkill you have a knife you Dude, have a gun he's, he's mm-hmm. killing bad guys yeah, okay. yeah he's a hacker throwing stars <laughs> he starts whipping out nunchucks and just doing like the weird <laughs> nunchuck thing that, like... somewhere <laughs> prepared i i think i know what this gun scene is just because of tiktok unfortunately so oh my god i'm so excited okay um yeah so he like grabs her and like forces her onto the floor and pulls off her pants and she's like crying and he has this gun and he like holds it what? up to her mouth and she's like freaking out and he's like i want you to like suck on it 
So then she's what? crying and he has this knife in her like sucking and she's sucking on the knife. And then um, he how or the knife, not the knife, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun, the gun. <laughs> her oh. mouth is just all oh cut up. God. But it's the Joker. Uh, <laughs> just like, you want to know happening? how I got these scars? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah he says like don't cry little mouse it's gonna get so much worse I like you scared he whispers sending shivers down my spine I like you begging and pleading crying out for God to save you I like you trembling beneath my touch like he's really into her being scared Um, and then he's like I've been thinking about ways to scared or is she like right now she's Maybe the teensiest okay. bit, but mostly she's fucking scared. Okay, um, I'd be scared of the gun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared of everything in this situation. This is so scary. I this you know what? The the author was correct when she said that authors are manipulators because I have heavy side, I have mm-hmm. laughed, I've cried, <laughs> and, and I'm very scared of this book. He does this thing where he like basically is like biting her like all the way down her body and like sucking so basically creating like extremely painful hickeys but like marking her and bruising her all the way down her body and she's like into it but not into it very scared um and then um he rapes her with the gun uh what what I don't really want to like describe it too much because it's pretty fucking traumatic uh but are you uh, kidding me that's what happens and when she like tries to fight him he like takes it off of like safety and stuff like he's like oh my god really trying to traumatize her with the gun and then what he does is he he's like positioning it in ways and like trying to like make her like body get into it and um so he gets her to a point where she's like begging to come while she's being impaled with the gun and then he makes her like touch herself and bring herself to climax like while the gun is in her uh so it's pretty fucked up i am on the spectrum of never gonna read this to very excited to read this i'm slightly more on the excited end of side of the spectrum than i would admit um i'm just i'm just on the spectrum in general but um (laughs) the thing for me it's not the gun okay the act of using the gun is not what scares me it's the idea that like if you could slip the trigger and the safety's off dead right like i mean he's very confident in his fine motor Mm -hmm. skills i will say that yeah i feel like i would skip this part if i was reading this book like this really freaks me out like i do not like that guns are like they're very heavy I, I'm assuming it's a handgun. Mm. They're very heavy. They're very thick. So the fact that that was in her mouth, I'm thinking about like it hitting your teeth. Ugh. I think she kind of, they talk yeah. about that a little bit, ow, like her ow, teeth ow. clamming on it. And he basically is like, you know, like, tell me what you learned. She, he makes her say that like, she's like only his basically not to touch other men. So she's like pretty fucked up about it. And so she is, and she's, so she's yeah. out with uh, Dea and they're like at a diner. And then this man comes in, his name is Max. And he is one of the friends that was at that club with Archie. And he is. Does he have survivor's um, guilt right now? No, he's pissed because he thinks something is up. He has intel that the hands, that there were hands delivered to her and that 
they buried them so she he's like well what the fuck are you hiding and um they're really scared but they're like we didn't have anything to do with it and he's kind of like sure thing and is like definitely like watching them and being creepy about it so then uh there's a scene where zaid comes back uh to see addy again and uh he basically forces himself on her again but this time he punishes her clit by um biting her clit a whole bunch ow. like painfully but also in a way where oh, she's into like, it ow. Uh, ow, 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 ow. so she's like in a lot of pain but also coming and it's like a whole thing so and then she tells him that like how much she hates him and all this stuff about how he she's gotten like the like that these people are after him and he thought that he had basically handled the problem um and then learns that he didn't so then he goes back to that club and goes up to where the um people are there and he um traumatizes them i don't think he kills them but he traumatizes them uh basically to stay away from like addy and dea and like never think about them again and they are f fully traumatized worked out great so at this point they've had like a few interactions and um they kind what of what we call rape with a gun a few interactions and then another sexual assault no and she's like she's feeling all fucked up because basically he's fucked her up because she knows that these are sexual assaults she knows that she did not consent to them but she's also like feeling into it mm. so she's feeling really yeah. fucked up in her okay. brain because she came both times like a lot and she's like never felt like she's never come so hard you know never felt so mm. excited but she feels so awful because she knows that it's not consensual and like she hates him and she's so scared of him but also she has these weird excited feelings and at the same time she's reading these diaries of her great grandma who is falling in love with her stalker and as this as the diaries go on, it's more and more where she just wants to be with Ronaldo and like mm. doesn't like John anymore. And who's her husband? And her husband is kind of falling into like alcoholism and gambling. Did her husband kill her? Well, you don't know yet. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, did Zed write this book? <laughs> like, <laughs> did he plant? He's like, oh, well, your great grandmother, she also had a stalker, but she got into it. Or Ronaldo is Zed's grandfather. I think it's like a spirit thing. I think he gets possessed by Ronaldo. I'm having competing things in my head of someone who worked in victim support for real life things mm -hmm. and someone who loves some fucked up smut. And obviously it's the latter. So I would just say that <laughs> if this was a real person, uh, I would direct them to appropriate resources. But since it's a fake person, I'm excited to see where this goes. Yes. Yes. So there's also a scene she has this like feeling in the house and she like so she's like reading or I think she's finishing up her manuscript or something and she sees like kind of a figure and she knows that it's her grandma. Oh, oh my god. Oh. And her the figure, she's like, like seen I a dare couple times. That so diary. She's kind of like excited. Uh so Oh well, that's good. Um Yeah, it's her grandma not her great grandma. But she, oh, sorry. Her great grandma yeah. is the one with it. Her grandma yeah. is the one who died recently. Yeah, I know it's okay. a bit complicated, but yeah, the figure kind of leads her directly to like the attic, and she's kind of like, mm, I don't want to, but she's like, okay, fine. So she goes up there, and it's like pretty creepy, but like the she has this like comp compulsion to I'm like, of the like goblin it's leading the her princess. to this one spot. Princess and the sorry, princess and the goblin. It's like her grandma's spirit that like leads her to that spinning wheel or whatever, and then oh, the goblins yeah. are there. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so it leads her up there and then, like, uh, basically, like, shows her this, like, hole or, like, loose piece of wood or something. And so she, like, is, like, reaching in and is really freaked out by it. And she's like, ew, if there are bugs in here, I'll kill you, basically. Um, and Ooh, then she reaches don't in. Don't reach into walls that you don't know where they go. And she pulls out and it's, like, the last two pages of the <gasps> diary. The so, ghost was the one who ripped the diary? It's a poltergeist so at that point. The ghost was the one who retrieved them. Oh. Like maybe gotcha. And the diary, like, basically, it confirms that she was murdered. Like, he's going to come for me. He's going to get me. He's finally come. That kind of thing. But it doesn't tell her anything. And so she's kind of annoyed. She's like, well, why the fuck did you lead me here? Like. Yeah. You would think <laughs> this murder would be, like, family lore. It kind of okay. is, but she didn't hear about it. Like, her mom knew okay. about it, and, like, her grandma knew about it. But, yeah, so that happens. Anyway, uh, so what's happening with Zaid is uh, he is doing his hackety-hacking, and Jay is, like, another video came up. The reason he's in Seattle is because, like, last year, a video popped up, and it is, it was, like, four figures in hoods uh Ooh, around satanic a ritual. child satanic ritual <laughs> uh, who was being strapped down yeah and they were doing a satanic ritual on this child and like hurt the kid did stuff to the kid and then drank the child's blood and killed satanic it. panic real life he's basically oh, like this is the most this fucked up thing book. i've ever seen and his like new thing like his reason right now which he isn't even like including his like big operation like it's literally like his personal thing is trying to find out who these people are and take them down and he has learned who it is so it's like these four very very powerful men and um one is like a senator harvey weinstein Republicans. Like, it's that vibe, to be honest. Like, yeah, it's like okay. super powerful people, celebrities, politicians. Jeffrey Epstein. That's how they get their power. Donald Trump. Uh, it's like the the child sacrifices. Yeah. So okay. he sees that another video has happened. Does feel so they like very pizza gatey, to be honest. That they know that, like, a, um, like that another ritual has taken place and he wants to, like, find out who these people are and, like, all this stuff. So he, um, gets intel basically about where the club that these people are going to be hanging out in because he wants to he doesn't just want to murder them he wants to like infiltrate because the idea is that if there's any like hint of somebody like taking it down or finding anything out about it they'll like blow up the whole operation and like start a new somewhere else so like he can't Ooh. he can't show his cards too early or else mm. he'll lose all of his progress so he finds out this like club where um these like politicians hang out and so he's like okay well now's the time i guess so he uh goes to one of these clubs and there's like some like you know not so nice things happening like in one room and then there's like a gambling area so he the person that he's after his name is mark and he is um like a very mark powerful senator mark. who's like in uh, his like uh, 80s he's like old man is he mark with a c or with Ooh. a k with a C. No, with a K. So basically he goes and uh, and it's like a very exclusive club. So uh, for like millionaire, billionaire people. So he goes up yeah, to this like type. Uh, his table. <laughs> yeah, except not these not guys. These guys. Uh, 
uh, he goes up to this table and they're like, you're new here. Like, and he says like, yeah, new money. And he has this whole facade and he calls himself Zach. And he says that he is like a tech, like he's a new tech um, millionaire basically. And so he's kind of like got this money and now he's interested in this lifestyle. So he plays like poker with Mark and he's like very, very good because he's super smart. So he does this thing where he doesn't like ever lose, but doesn't win and just kind of like makes his match and then like is kind of smoozing him and making it seem like he kind of has the same ideas as him um, to try and get like invited to be part of his club. Put in that you your for child sacrifice. Like how is that casually brought up in the conversation? <laughs> You're just like there's mm. so there's like right now I think he's basically going with asshole misogyny kind of like okay. uh like into sex trafficking. Like, a good bet. like oh. has a woman at home but like she doesn't what she doesn't need to know that kind of thing, you know. I think of like, like Jared from Subway where how, how brazen he was where he's like can you find me a kid? I'm assuming, like, that's literally just what they do. <laughs> yeah. For well, reasons in this, that like, are definitely not satanic. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what he was so going to do, it's, ultimately. So for now, it's kind of just, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, this weird, like, yeah. So he's basically, like, trying to become friends with him. So, and his idea is, like, he's going to continue going to this club and get to know them more, that kind of thing. So the next day, or maybe a couple days later, he's uh, walking to go stalk uh, Adeline, and she is uh, changed changed it up a bit so she is writing at like a restaurant um like on a patio uh in downtown in the downtown area so he's walking towards where she is to go stalk her and crazy coincidence mark comes out from like a like a bank or something near like some kind of place near him oh hi mark and is like zach what are the chances and he's like oh hi mark yay uh and he's like, you know, kind of trying to be like, just walking back to my car, gotta go. But Mark is like, no, I'll walk with you. Like, hang out with me, basically. Oh, no. And so then uh, they're like walking and Mark is like, come get a drink with me. Is he wearing a hood like, hey, this whole cool. time? No, he, I think he's like wearing, I think he's probably wearing his casual clothes now, but I don't think he has his like hood up or anything. Cause that'd be weird. He like is trying to get him like, oh, let's go to this bar in the other direction. And he's like, no, I know this really good bistro. Let's go to this bistro. And he's like an old 80 year old powerful man. So he's like, this is, no, we're going to this place. I like this place. And of course it is where Addie is. So, uh, Zade is kind of freaking out a bit and like trying to like make it so like, Addie doesn't see him but like and also well that he can see her but like she is like that it's not they're not going to walk past her and like he's trying to kind of like avoid Mark getting any attention to her and that kind of thing so um because they don't only sacrifice children like the new video that came out so the old video I think was a child being sacrificed and this new one it was like a 20 year old so it's like young women and they don't discriminate apparently um they are all pedophiles but um i guess with the sacrifice they sacrifice older people too so then uh they're at this restaurant and they're talking and zach is keeping up all of this facade and then mark kind of sees Addie, and he's like well there's a pretty thing kind of thing and zach is Uh-oh. like chop um, his hands off like trying to like yeah basically like trying not to lose his shit and um, Mark goes up to take a picture of her, her, and he knows that like Mark is into 
kidnapping people. So he's like, <laughs> he basically takes the phone and he's like, that's my girl. Don't take a photo of her. Uh, and he's like, oh, and he's like, well, why didn't you, you just walked by her? Like you were going to go to a different restaurant. You walked back from your car. Like, why are you, why are you ignoring her? Like, that's weird. Right. And he's I, like, I don't know if it's oh, as weird as like, being into kids, Mark, but okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and he's like, oh, she likes to like work in peace. Like I try and give her space while she's working. So like I saw her here, but I didn't say anything because I didn't want to bother her. He's like, no, no, like, uh. Like, don't be silly. She'll want to see you. Come introduce me to your girlfriend. Oh, and no. so Zayd is like, okay. So Fake then they like trope. walk yeah. up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, except Zayd is very much like you are, Michael. <laughs> um, so they walk up and Mark is like, Adeline, you know, like, um, I was just here with Zach. And Zach or Zayd is standing next to, or behind him, like glaring at her like, don't you fuck this up i'll murder you kind of thing um oh my god yeah so uh she's like okay hi uh and they sit down and then mark like goes to the washroom or to get them a drink or something i think he'd probably to go get or probably go to the washroom and like zaid sits down and he's like you will sit here and you will pretend to be my girlfriend and blah 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 because she like starts packing up her things and he's like not a fucking chance are you leaving right now like you are staying this is happening now and she's like <laughs> okay uh so then uh, she's like this is already better than our first two dates <laughs> yeah so then uh mark is talking to her he comes back and he's like oh like i think i know like i know your family like um oh, no. like i was uh like i remember going to that house like the parsons manor when i was a kid oh, no. um and his father is this man named Frank. And so in the diaries, like she, he's kind of mentioned here or there, but basically it's like John uh, G G her great grandmother's um oh yeah husband's he best was friend. Part of the pedophile ring. And uh Frank is we kind of being put in the middle. Not pedophiles, right? They're sacrificing children. It's different. But I think they're I think they sacrifice too. children for sexual reasons. Both, both. Both. Both both okay. both. Big gotcha, time both. Gotcha bad dudes they are part of this evil like Classic. illuminati vibe cults trying to take over the world but they are also exclusively yeah. pedophiles yes but in the sacrificing things it is sometimes children and some so mark he says something like oh i was so sorry about like your great grandmother's murder like i went to the house a few times like i knew her basically and like i was just a kid at the time but i remember her and all this mm -hmm. stuff and I she's mean, like, like tell me more right because she doesn't know what a fucked up person this is and she gets kind of creepy vibes but she has like taken it upon herself to like solve this murder that's like kind of a side plot in this book is like her and Dea trying to solve this murder like very like intrigued and like doesn't want to spend more time with him because he's like with zach and like is clearly like she can tell that or was zade and she can tell that zade doesn't like want to be there like but she's like also like tell me everything you know so uh mark says like oh we're having this party on oh. saturday you two have to come like we can talk more about like a business aid and we can talk more about your great grandmother and all this stuff and so they feel kind of roped into it because uh she wants to find out more zach needs to continue to like smooth this guy to get the answers Rich in order to take party. down this sacrifice i love this this is like an actual plot i'm all about mm -hmm. this like true crime oh yeah big time there is a lot it just of feels like such an unusual way to like 
become in a relationship <laughs> like <laughs> i stalked you i assaulted you and then i pretended to it be is well at this point she still very much hates him man. there's this really crazy scene so like they are going it's like the night of the party and she's like wearing her fancy dress and he's wearing like his tie she makes snarky remarks or something <laughs> and he says something about like how she would look good in a collar and uh basically to prove his point he takes off his tie and um puts it around her neck and like starts cutting off her like oxygen and then he forces her onto her knees and like gives her a really like rough um like fucks her face really roughly while choking her with like taking away all of her oxygen Mm -hmm. so she kind of feels like she's gonna like die and pass out while also like um being forced to um suck him off and it's like really intense but she's also into it like it's weird um, so she likes the like rough sex and she likes the like fear with sex. She's fr- scared of him, yeah. hates him, but like can't stop thinking, you know, that kind of thing. So that was really intense scene where I was like, holy shit again. And so then they go to this party and they're being introduced to everybody. They get introduced to Mark's wife, who's like quite a bit younger. Okay. But not like creepy. She's not like 19 or something. Okay. No. And she's like, oh. she has the Uh-oh. mark of like a very clearly abused woman, like very high neck, like yeah. l- like low, like full coverage and quiet, meek, kind of like polite. Um, but like they can immediately tell that she's like a very abused woman, like they hate being there. And uh, Mark basically is like, oh, I have to go talk to some associates. But when I come back, you need to come have a drink with me in my office and we'll talk more about your great grandmother and all this stuff. So when he leaves, they leave the ballroom area, even though like they're not supposed to. But Zay doesn't give a shit, obviously. So they go and they're like looking through rooms and he's like trying to find stuff. And then they end up in this theater room and he decides this is a great time to fuck with my girl more. So then he finds like a horror movie, like she's obviously very into horror movies, one that like hasn't even come into theaters yet uh, because rich people. Uh, And so he puts that on and then he sits her like on his lap and he is like rubbing her out and stuff, but like making her continue to watch the movie. And anytime she like takes her eyes away from the movie, he like punishes her. Like, yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of. It's like this again, really like um, intense sexual scene where he's being, yeah, very like aggressive and demanding and assertive and all this stuff. And she's like, you know, warring with herself. So then they go out and then they have this discussion with Mark again, where they talk more about Frank, the like friend and how Frank was a detective at the time. And he was like Mm -hmm. pretty positive that John, his best friend had killed Mm -hmm. her and it fucked up their friendship forever because he couldn't prove it, but was like pretty positive that the husband who had like obviously started like going downhill and he was like getting in all this gambling problem and all this stuff. And they're like, well, maybe like there was an issue with like the mafia or the mob and like Ronaldo, the like it's lover soccer was like part of the mafia. And so they're like, maybe he was having trouble like with um, them 
him and like then that's how Gigi got murdered like all this stuff so they're like kind of trying to figure it out but they find out that like Frank I think was same. pretty positive that it was John mm. that uh was the murderer so then it's Halloween Horror Nights basically oh, so I guess there's this thing where it's like in it's like a traveling um haunted house show and it comes to Seattle and like makes all of these super crazy haunted houses that have like a theme every year and it's like Addie and Dea's like best night out of the year that's like their favorite thing to do um and uh zed zed zade was already gonna be there because jay was able to like hack who bought tickets and see that all four of like the old guys that were like in the original sacrifice had bought tickets to halloween uh, horror so, night a bunch of 80 year olds are just like hanging out at halloween i know it's weird night. no one in this world has firewalls you can just hack like for like people anything man you know what i if i've learned anything people suck at fishing tests they suck (laughs) at putting up their firewalls it's so easy you know when you go to um a haunted house and they always have like the graveyard scene they've got like the one person who's like the mad scientist i'm just imagining these four creepy old men actually sacrificing someone and everybody thinking it's just a part of the act Oh my god, that's so funny. I mean, I was picturing them getting, like, too into the haunted houses. You know how there's people who are yeah. into haunted houses? Okay. And they're in there, and they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Anytime anything <laughs> spooky happens. <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing, but realistically what's happening is they yeah. are trying to find, like, teenagers or young people, and then while they're in the mm. darkness of the haunted house where there's all this shit going on, it is a That's great place to then have their so people scary. steal them for oh no sex trafficking. Why, so okay, so the old eighty year olds don't trust like any other people to do their. It sort is of, like, weird that they for them. Like, they are there, so but weird yeah, that anyway, out. they are. Of course, Addie and Dea don't know anything about this, and they are like at the thing, and they're so excited they don't know what the theme is, and they see this like girl and she's like dressed as like she has like a broken doll mask Kisses on like Greta? very like again Bly Manor like the weird dolls of Bly Manor <laughs> um, yeah her broms uh, and she's like eating a Philly the cheese steak because it's like there's also a bunch of food trucks and it's like a super fun oh. event um, mm-hmm, before she like goes off to be cool. in like one of the houses and so they realize that it's like haunted doll themed this year and they're like oh that's fun uh so they Fun. eat like a bunch of food and then they go and like line up for the houses and, and uh as they're in line like immediately behind them they hear like addy no way kind of and she turns and it's mark oh and this she's like oh my god hi mark and she's like <laughs> immediately freaked out because she knows that um she knows a little bit about what zay does now she she has like i think at this point she's talked to him about it because she's like what exactly is it that you do like why are we going to this event and he kind of gives her all of the details not all of the details but some of the details <laughs> and also um we find out although dea doesn't know this yet dea works for oh. z like farther down the line because like his organization is kind of like a bunch well of course she does a hacker, she's a hacker yeah, he's it's kind a of like hacker, a bunch of hacker. individual vigilante hacker people all, they who all kind of together. like all fall into this loose organization yeah. under z so she's one of those people if i know anything about hackers it's that they all work for one company <laughs> yeah. uh so she now so she knows what z does and she like 
respects him for it but like is also so still scared of him and stuff but she's kind of like i don't want knowing that he is like mm -hmm. the savior of children to affect how much yeah, I it's hate weird him, that but it kind he's of like affects saving, saving him, a lot you know? of people from being trafficked especially children but then he himself mm -hmm. is like almost a trafficker in a way Mm -hmm. yeah. 100 percent. like and they're they yeah, do kind of talk about weird. the duality of that and how he knows that like what he's doing is what he's fighting against but he has like locked onto her okay. he is like she is mine forever and for, like he i guess he has that kind of crazy psycho personality right he needs to for his job and so he's like mm -hmm. latched onto her so anyway uh they're in line and uh they're like oh where's zach and she like knows better than to be like we're just here by ourselves so she's like oh he's in the bathroom he'll be back he's taking a big dump start. um <laughs> and uh but before he can come back of course like they are next in line okay let's go and they're like being let in in groups so like they don't go in all together but her and Daya go in and then the four men are left outside okay so they're going through the house and uh from her point of view uh it's like just kind of fun and creepy they see the freaky broken doll girl and uh like they're kind of like screaming and then they think they hear a weird noise but they like uh -oh. don't really think too much of it and then they like go through the rest of the house and then they have a fucking awesome night and they go to all the houses and they like ride fun. all the rides and it's a great night. yeah so then it switches to zade's perspective and of course he's there and he sees uh he's like okay this is a huge event like the chances of her running into him are like unlikely and he's feeling kind of like annoyed because he isn't able to focus all his attention on watching her because he's there for a reason to like make sure that mark isn't stealing any people and all this stuff so he's like trying to give her her space for once in his life but is also kind of like worried and um of course then he sees them all talking in line together and he's like oh shit so as soon as uh addy and Dea go in he like comes up and he's like oh did i miss them kind of like acting like he was in the bathroom and they're kind of like oh zach oh you are mm. here kind of thing you know and he's like oh yeah they just went in and he's like oh do you mind if i skip ahead like i want to catch up to them and he goes in and as he's going in he's like looking through all the houses or the rooms and stuff trying to find her and is like very clearly like not doing it for fun and the broken doll girl is crazy towards uh -oh. her, him basically like being like i'll fucking kill you like hmm. like what are you doing here like all this stuff and he's like whoa like she basically accuses him of trying oh, to shit. steal people and he's like whoa like you got like i'm on the same team as you you got the wrong idea basically and so he kind of i think has like a little bit of like a knife fight with her and then <laughs> kind of like manages to evade her because she's like kind of crazy Jesus. um and then as he's going through he doesn't see Addy or Dea, but he hears the four men talking and they're like, where did she go? And they're like, oh, they can't be too far. Like, uh, Zach wasn't uh, never caught up to them. So we'll get them. Don't worry. And so now he knows that their plan was to kidnap Addy and Dea. And he's kind of pissed because he's like super scary. And like, he's like, oh, I wasn't scary enough to make it. So like, they still thought they could get not Addy. Not only a thing that the dudes in these novels, these novels are concerned about. They're not normally like, mm, I wasn't scary enough. You know? They're not insane. <laughs> yeah, that They're is very much his concern. That's a great point. He's one of a kind. So as this is happening, like crazy lady comes out again, broken doll face girl. 
And basically he's like, oh, I was hoping to avoid this, but okay. And then it switches back to Addie. So Addie has had a great night and the park closes in like half an hour. And Dea and her are just like sitting on a bench and she's like, oh, I think I'm going to go do the Hall of no, Mirrors. No, not a good idea. Always scary. You know, no. like, uh, hopefully I'll oh, have enough time. Like, if you don't find You're me in half ne- an hour, nothing I'm good lost, comes out of that hall. Kind of thing. So she starts going in there and, like, immediately gets lost, of course, but she's, like, loving it. And she's in there apparently for, like, a while. Uh, and then she starts hearing, like, Little Mouse. Oh, And she's no. like, you know, like, you're in here with me. He found yeah. a way to make so it creepy. as they're, like, going through the Hall of Mirrors, she, like, sees him and then she'll, like, run away and then think that she, like, got away from him. But then, like, he'll show up in one of the mirrors again and all, you know. So he's stalking her in the Hall of Mirrors. And he eventually catches her. At this point, they hadn't had sex yet. So they had done everything okay. but, you know, everything but vaginal sex, mm-hmm. I would say. So, uh, and there was a point, like, the like, night or two before sex, yeah. where she wanted to have sex with him. And he, uh, like, turned her down. He's not into consensual sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he was, he, a girl got, like, murdered. Like, he lost a girl that day. Like, one of his oh. things didn't work out. And so he was like feeling yeah. really sad. And he's oh, like, when God. I get, when I have you for the first time, I want you to have all of me. And so they don't have sex and she gives him a back rub, which is quite nice. Uh, but anyway, now they're in the hall of mirrors and he's, he's, you know, in the fucking zone. And so then there is a very lengthy, very rough sex scene of uh, them in the hall of mirrors. And this is like their first time fully having sex. He makes her do all these positions and, you know, all this things and, it's very intense and she's very into it and she Sounds comes a good lot for her. Good for very her. good sex for a very long time um but then as they've like after she's come like a gabillion times she hears that her phone is vibrating from like his across the room you know where she, they dumped his her pants and it's daya being like where the fuck are you oh, basically yeah. um like i'm calling the police yeah. uh and it's like they've been in the hall of mirrors for like an hour oh and a god. half oh my god uh so that yeah she spent like impressive. half an hour apparently being lost in the hall of mirrors and then like an hour having sex with him all right and she mentions like that seems intense that's crazy that that happened so then they go out mm-hmm. and she's like uh he like immediately leads her out because he he won't get lost in no hall of mirrors absolutely not he's a hacker so he knows <laughs> so they the leave blueprint. the hall of mirrors and she's like we need to separate now i don't want Dea to know that you were with me because she's like embarrassed a little bit at this point you know like because she's like into it now and like has kind of accepted yeah. that she's like with him but on Dea's point of view he's still like the scary hacker because that's kind of how she you know so she's like i don't want Dea to see me with you and uh he's like that's fine i have business to attend to anyway and so she's like cool not telling Daya, and then immediately she gets in the car and Daya's like where the fuck were you and why do you smell and look like you just had <laughs> to hide. um yeah. no hiding it oh <laughs> uh and then we go to zade and zade is meeting up with crazy broken face doll girl her name is sibby s-i-b-b-y um so Sibby. so she That's is cute. like what took you so long and he's like i had business to attend to and so then uh, she starts, like, talking, like, over his shoulder, like, like, no, you wait here. No, it's fine. I know. Like, I'll be fine. Like, you wait here and stuff. And he's like, nobody's fucking behind her for him. And he's like, who are you talking to? And she's like, my henchman. Uh, and he's like, oh, she is oh. in full psychosis. Like, she is oh, mentally no. ill. So uh, 
but he's kind oh. of like okay sibby let's go so they go upstairs where she has tied up the four men and she's basically like let me them and he's like no like chill is she meant to be like a harley quinn type character but that vibe very much yeah so he has them all there and he starts questioning them and you know um drags as much information out of mark as he can about like what club to go to where the like sacrifices are happening and if they get any like uh word though like that they'll blow it all up and all this stuff and while he's talking to him, like he let he's like tells Sibby that she can like kill one of the other men. Um, and uh, she like goes fucking Ooh. wild and is like slicing his face off and stuff Ooh. so much that it's very distracting and he needs to Dwight be like with the CPR chill dummy. girl. Uh, oh and she's like <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, fully. Uh, and um yeah, because Mark is like can't pay attention to his questions because like she's like fully slicing into somebody next to them. So that's her vibe. So anyway, so they murder the four um men because they were going to um steal Addy and he's like, That does that, I'll have to figure it out another way. But now he's like, Okay, well, how do I spin it? So that they don't get tipped don't off. Get tipped and also, off. I don't somehow get caught murdering, like, a senator and very rich people. So when they go out, the, like, police are showing up. I don't know, like, maybe people heard something or whatever. But he manages to get away. And he, like, has a bunch of, like, license plates. So he's <laughs> able to switch them. And he's like, oh, they'll never, like, he's like, they might get down to my make and model of my car. But, like, they won't be able to get any farther than that. And they'll never touch me. But anyway... So basically, poor Sibby gets, like, pinned for the crimes. And it's pretty easy because they are able to track disappearances of other creeps at this same haunted house oh. thing, like, kind of throughout the country. So she has kind of been traveling with it and um, oh. murdering bad people um, all along. And she has some, like, really horrible past. Like, it's really sad. I Very know. It's lucky. really, this is part I was kind of like, this is, this is a little contrived, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, it all works out because, uh, Sibby goes down for the murders and it's just this poor, like, and she gets the help she needs. Mentally snapped girl who has been murdering people. And, uh, he gets away scot free. At this point, with like him and, uh, Adelaide, things are like pretty, or Adeline. Things are, like, pretty stable in that, like, he's very possessive and, like, very controlling, but she's, like, into it. He, like, spends nights at her house. That's happening. Dea, like, walks in on them at one point and is like, excuse me, what? And gets pretty pissed. And then he's like, don't go too crazy. I sign your paychecks. And she's like, oh, my God, here's <laughs> the celeb And then, yeah, so that's kind of happening with him. Um, okay. There's, like, a couple more sites where... <laughs> I'm where it seems they're like together and then she like has a snap like what the fuck am I doing she tries to run away from him and then she tries to tell him that like uh, her Ooh. masturbating gives her just as good climaxes as he does and then he like proves her wrong and punishes her blah 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 and then he like drags her through the forest and then they have sex in the back of her car there's like you know so there's stuff happening with them but that's basically what's happening but the main storyline is um, now he's killed Mark and he has to like try and get to this um human sacrifice situation so he goes to the club and he is still being zach and like he runs into somebody that he met at <laughs> mark's house and it's this guy named dan they're talking and he can see that like on dan's suit there's like a darker like 
little drop or something, but Death I don't know. Blood. Like, he doesn't fully put it together, but they're talking and he knows that Dan is like part of this and a pedophile. So he is able to insinuate that he is a pedophile. And then he shows Dan a picture on his phone of a girl that he rescued a few years ago, right after she got rescued. And he asked her, I guess, if he could use her photo if the, the need arose or whatever. Mm -hmm. so basically he's like oh i got a good pet of my own and he like shows dan this picture of this girl and she's like you know obviously been like stuff and like it's not a sexual picture but it's like a post you know being trafficked pedophile poor child um and dan's like oh that's interesting you might be interested in this like special club blah 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 and he's like i think i would be interested it is very easy to infiltrate the pedophile fucking easy cheesy not hard yeah so i mean i guess you gotta for a novel then he is like well i'll see like i'll see what i can do and he's like there's like a um like a a ritual or like a religious spiritual version of this so like they like think that they're like getting like power from this like ethereal being and stuff so he like kind of like hints to that a little bit Anyway, it's so the then um, very fun. a few days later, uh, I think after the whole like <laughs> sex in the woods thing happens, um, they get a uh, he he gets a, a call from Dan basically being like, hey, here's the situation. Like most people spend years waiting to be invited to this, but we're willing to like make a like we're willing to like oh, invite you. But first, we need to do, like, a little audition, basically. Uh So he's like, so come to my house on Saturday night, and, like, you can meet a few people, and we'll have an easy little audition. And then Mm -hmm. the real, like, like the real initiation will happen next week. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, great. But he's kind of like, oh, this is going to be a pedophile situation that I'm going to have to play out. So he goes to this house, and it's like he gets invited in, and basically, like, okay, how am I going to save the girl here while not, again, tipping them off? Like, how am I going to pull this off? So he goes to this dinner and he, like, goes into this room and it's, like, a big table and there's all these, you know, creepy rich men around it. And he's like, ooh, you serve your, um, like, you like your meat raw kind of thing. And they're like, oh, like, this is just the appetizer, blah, blah, blah. So then the, like, this cook person Mm -hmm. comes out of the kitchen and is like dragging this little girl who's like six who's like crying and freaking out out of the like uh door and like yeah the idea is like they're gonna like strap her to the table and like it's really horrible and so zade is like "Um, oh can i try her out first so he like basically like convinces them to like let him like have her sit on his lap he like is whispering in her ear kind of like i'm gonna save you but like trying Mm -hmm. to like play it off really upsetting and then uh he has planned this diversion with his team so like right at this time they's like banging on the door and they're like fbi and like all these people come in and they like this full raid and so all the men of course like scatter and in all the chaos he's able to take the girl and he like runs out the back into the woods and gets her to ruby his like Mm. girl that like comes and helps it's all fake ex fbi agents that work for him and their idea is that they're like pretending that this is a raid for like some like financial thing that this man dan like has like had problems with the past but like it's been cleared but like so they're like able to kind of be like oh it's not for this pedophilia ring it's for this other thing and so anyway so then they like come and take zade and like put him in fake handcuffs or 
probably real handcuffs but they like pretend to arrest him and be like oh we found one running out the back so like he's trying to like and they sit him down next to dan so they're trying to like dan thinking that he also got arrested like trust or whatever and then dan's like oh all these people will be like fired by morning all these idiots i'm so sorry zach Hmm. and zade has it all planned so that like yes they will all be faked fired and all this stuff so like dan will think that he like got ahead and like there's no basically any fallout from the situation so basically they're like okay this worked (laughs) uh so he's like he still thinks he still thinks that i'm on his side but now we have this girl and um side story before the um very end adeline and dea uh the spirit in the house brings them back upstairs basically and back into the attic and they go into a different area where they find this like oh. uh, bloodied wristwatch oh, okay and they're like holy shit and it's like a rolex and like really like so they're like oh these all have like numbers on them we'll be able to track it to who it belonged to but it's been like scratched off but day is like don't worry i'll use my hacker okay so then um, they do a bunch of like figuring it out and blah, blah, blah. And they're able to confirmly say that. Oh, and also they mysteriously get in the mail a whole bunch of pictures of her great grandmother oh. with this man who is not John or oh, Ronaldo. Oh. It's this third man who is like every picture she like seems forced with him and he's like there and like kind of hovering over her and all this stuff. And she realizes that she vaguely recognizes is him. It Frank? And that's Frank? because he looks a lot Frank? like Mark ah! because it is oh. Frank. So Frank the whole time has kind of been like obsessing about her from the sidelines. Oh, but was kind of okay with it. Like when he was when she was married to his best friend, it was kind of like letting things lie. And then when she started having romantic situation with like her stalker who wasn't like mm. wasn't hit, you know, like yeah. another person and completely denied him he like went crazy and murdered her and then the ghost of the grandma is showing her these things because the grandma was like 14 or 15 at the time that all this went down and frank is like an inspector and detective was it basically able to blackmail her grandmother into helping him hide the crime and then never telling anybody so the reason that she was like always up in the attic was like have her guilt and like you know like remind her of what she had done and she always seemed really like beautiful and happy on the outside but like they say that like that often means person on the inside is like darker Mm. for it you know like if somebody's always acting happy you know that kind of thing so they can kind of tell that she's like tortured and like she remembers at one point her saying like they're asking like oh what do you want any more than anything else in the world and stuff and her grandma says like just peace i just want peace so basically that is concluded by they find out that frank is the murderer and grandma helped clear it up by like hiding those pages that led to them believing you know that it was somebody that she knew and that it was a murder and then hiding the watch for him so wow that's that so does she like go like to heaven like do they like do they have like a scene where um, she's like and grandma there is no spirit being released no <laughs> that she like goes up i don't think so <laughs> she's no longer stuck in purgatory oh. yeah i don't think so so then uh it is like the night of the initiation so they go to this club and they're like smoozing and really freaking out because he realizes that dot that was on um dan's thing was blood and so he find he realizes that they were sacrificing somebody literally like under his oh, feet God. at the time that he was there oh, and he feels really God. guilty about it like they didn't stop it but like how could he have but he's feeling really so often 
I mean, yeah, to be fair, same. Zeta's like kind mm-hmm. of single-handedly tearing down all of the shit that the police can't. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, Zeta. Yeah, hackers. he's like literally his whole thing is like taking down the entire fucking world. Because at one point, <laughs> I think they say the president. They're like everybody's oh, in that club, man. The president's there tonight. Wait, I wouldn't be what? surprised. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> i don't know when this book was published anyway so then they go down to this initiation and they're like "Ooh, like get the rope and again he has this whole plan to like you know have his people come down and take it out and all this stuff so he's like going and they get the robe and then they're like brought over to this other part and like the role of like the new people one of them has to like take the knife and kill the kid and then like start drinking oh, the blood things. And so there's, like, this small child, like, on the dais crying and, like, it's really fucked up. And this one guy next to him is, like, seeming really eager, like, wants to, like, get it. So Zayd is, like, no, I will be the one to do it. So he, like, takes it and then is, like, trying to, like, communicate with his eyes or something. Like, I'm here to save you. Anyway, so this whole thing happens. And then, of course, his team comes in and there's, like, chaos happening and all this stuff. Then as they're kind of, like killing people and getting out there's like a huge explosion and it takes him out and he is like thrown across the wall and he's like can't see straight and that kind of stuff and then jay is there in front of him and he's like jay what the fuck are you doing here like you're supposed to be like in front of a computer somewhere (laughs) and jay is like they knew like they planned this they like they they were a step ahead of us and uh he's like i came to warn you i came to get you out and then as like he's trying to like get himself up so that he can move again like a lady comes up with a gun and is like don't you move and then he says you and And then no then it goes to uh, Addie and she's at home and she gets a text from Dea being like being like Addie like I just had a nightmare or something like I'm really scary can you come help me and then like (gasps) like Addie, where are you like i need you and she doesn't see these at first and then she's like okay i'm coming and she's like trying to call daya and daya's not answering and she's like okay daya would never text me scared and then not answer something bad must be happening so she like gets in her car and she's like driving to try and get to daya and then a car behind her goes and starts ramming her off the road and then she gets rammed off the road and kidnapped and that is the very 365 days that ending yes holy shit that's crazy um initial reactions not as bad as i thought it was gonna be (laughs) to be totally honest yeah i'm learning that when people talk about dark romance it's not necessarily the romance itself that's dark it's like the situations going on around things it was pretty dark you guys like i think i because I'm kind of like making it clear that she like was into it eventually. And so when you read it, I think maybe you won't because you've had the whole context. But when I was reading it, I was like, "Oh, he's a bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a bad boy." When she was raped, when he was raping yeah. her with a gun, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" I mean, shit. I will provide updates after like, reading it. Because yeah. I yeah, read the ritual, and it, it sounds like a lot of the stuff that happens in the ritual is very similar. People to this. really like that yeah. book too. Yeah. yeah, read it. Um. What do you think? Um, this what book did you is think? Fucking Anna? wild. Like just <laughs> it is. like a hundred percent. Just like take away any sort of like sex in it. It's fucking like the premise is wild. Yeah. Wild. And they like, yeah. stick so much in it. Like it is insane. Yeah. Again, it's a pretty long book. Um I I'm I'm very curious. I might actually read this one because it's like I yeah. kind of want to see how, like, 
how non-con it is and like if it's like does anything because like I kept on the whole time I was just like would I be into this if it was male male like the whole time I was just kind of like you know Mm. I am putting up a lot of fuss on some of these things but I'm like well if a guy was like being raped at gunpoint like but it was male male would I be like oh yeah that's fine so I think if somebody was being anally raped with a gun, no matter. I think it, I like, think that's how I like, feel. I think that the gun was really a lot yeah. for me. So it takes it a little bit more, right? Because when we were talking about prey last week, you were like, "This baking would be fine if it was a man speaking yeah. a man." So yeah, yeah. I think the gun that is an was interesting threshold. I like. I kind of like that comparison. Yeah, yeah. I think the gun was. Uh, um, I think that was a lot. Um, I th- the choking, the choking sex scene too was a lot. I think me. just the general like. Um, stalking was like a lot at first mm-hmm. um the stalking was scary because they don't that scene with the gun and stuff where they actually meet is 30 percent into the book so for the first yeah. 200 and whatever pages like they don't meet and she's just being really scarily that's, stalked that's scary <laughs> but the subplot of this mm. book is amazing like i love that he's <laughs> taking down a child yeah. pedophile rowing like i guess that she was like mm-hmm. well people are going to hate this character so much because of like the stuff that he does. So we have to make him super yeah. likable by giving him a job. That's like, I'm going to stop pedophiles. <laughs> it's like, well, you can't really get mad at him. Cause yeah. you're like, well, he stopped the pedophiles. Yeah. So yeah, yeah exactly. I'm it is very kind of torn, like, but yeah, he's like, I'm into the hand. Chopping. I, it was interesting <laughs> for me. Cause like the first, like, this is the first time I think I've read a book. Well, not, maybe not the first time, but like, the dark romance yeah because i read a bully romance before and i couldn't get i couldn't handle it um i like books where the male main character is dangerous and like domineering and maybe not always nice and that kind of stuff but when they're like full not nice and not caring Mm -hmm. to the female character that i struggle with that and in this one it does turn a bit and he is saying like i'm gonna marry you and make you my wife and stuff like but like he's horrible Mm. to her you know like he's not nice he doesn't there's no like romance kindness through it you know um again it it gets there eventually in the end but like for the first few interactions like it's full cold-blooded like scary person and that like i can't it's hard you know that there's someone out there though that just twists that in that like him cutting off the hands and him keeping other men away from her is a way of an act of service oh well 100 yeah. percent. and this is a very popular like in dark romance this is like like this isn't full bully but bully romance is a huge thing where like the character is not nice yeah you know mm-hmm. when it is like horrible and like people fucking love that and that's just not for me i don't <laughs> think maybe i'll read one eventually jill was but... texting me today and she's reading a book where a lot of non-con happens and we we're talking about it and i was like well i think a lot of women enjoy the idea of being like stalked and raped in a fantasy because women make so many decisions throughout their daily mm. life that mm. finally some rape is a decision they don't have to make and it's someone making a decision for you and they can't like help themselves they're so attracted to you so yeah i mean it is one of the most popular yeah. kinks mm-hmm. among women right there's a reason mm-hmm. for that i'm very curious anyway to read this. what do you what did you think Kay? are you excited to read i'm it? excited to read it i'm worried for the last time i was on a plane and i was reading a romance novel uh no i wasn't reading a romance novel i was watching um that Billy Eichner 
uh, gay rom-com and the lady next to me pulled out her Bible. (laughs) 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 I started taking annotations and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) That is so I don't know. Some people just like take out their Bibles on planes. I've seen lots of Bibles on planes, but I don't know if she did it because of what I was watching or if it was just like get the satan next to you away from me definitely thank you for joining us and make sure to listen next week for kinkstery when scarlet and Kay are gonna go through and unpack some of the kinks in this book i'm not sure what they're gonna go for uh with this one i'm excited to see um and we'll learn more about the author and the hype around this um really unique book so (laughs) Uh, I hope that you come back and join us for that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.